welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian. And today our guest is Strato, one of the contributing designers of Monsters of Merca Restaurants and Retail. Welcome. Thanks, Logar. Happy to be here. Uh, it's good to have you. So what can you tell us about Monsters of Merca Restaurants and Retail? I worked at a restaurant in high school for a bit, a few years after. <laughs> I didn't care for it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I didn't. I, I don't know too many people who did love working restaurants and uh, that's there's a little bit of that kind of vibe in this book so this is this is a uh, supplement for just the world of Merca, which uh, if uh, if the name doesn't give it away it's a fantasy version of the US the Merca? Merca. Merca. <laughs> but, uh, yeah what uh, what we've done with this one this is an expansion of that world and we decided to explore restaurant workers retail workers their experiences the book even opens with a quick blurb of uh or about the the colorado coal wars oh nice i really like this we just have oh, you yeah. just as to inter interject we uh earlier this month we, actually it's last month now that this is coming out they had we had a guest on who wrote a uh a game about the Battle of Blair Mountain. So, <laughs> nice. oh, you're gonna have to send me a link to that. I, I gotta, I gotta know more. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So, anyways, let's 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 talk about Monsters of Merca. So, is this a, a bestiary? Can I expect, or is there more to uh, that? Well, this. Um, so the way it kind of works out is the original Monsters of Merca book sets up the world, and this one is giving you three new locations: Flavor City. <laughs> which is Flavortown, uh, which is the part I worked on, Walmoria, and the Hall of Merca, which is the Mall of America done <laughs> fantasy style. I love and that. And so we've got a whole bunch of little places and uh, new characters and monsters, as well as new uh, subclass options, uh, playable races, I think we had one of, and uh, a couple of character backgrounds to work with there and a bunch of items and uh, lots of stale memes. <laughs> so, a uh, system-wise, what are we working with here? Is this this is for this so is for we, fifth edition? Uh, we balanced correct? it to work. Uh, we balanced it against the official five E content, so it's supposed to be everything should be playable in your home games of five E. I don't expect anyone uh, doing Adventures League to be looking to use any of this stuff but if you're doing that you're probably not shopping for my book to begin with <laughs> you have a few other things in the works as well yeah so uh over at uh, the company i'm writing for and uh have uh, joined up with it's kind of fun there's uh no real hierarchy all the decisions are made democratically so excellent that makes me real happy as a wobbly yeah but, that's uh, good. that's good it's beautiful yeah dude. we uh we've got a board game that we're currently designing called goblin cave and uh, that one's going to be a lot of fun it's uh, a lot of um conversation about colonism or colonialism and things like that but it's a team versus team board game and that's looking like a lot of fun and i'm writing the world lore for that so all the history of that world is coming out of my pen and uh, depending on how things go, I, I can't say too much about it, but I've uh, accidentally wrote most of an anthology of solo role-playing games. So if, uh, if you're someone who's been missing the table experience and just doesn't want to do online, grab yourself a journal and uh, pick up this book when it comes out, because that'll 
give you that same kind of experience in I think six different genres. There's a lot. I've I've been seeing a lot of people asking about things like solo role playing games, mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot more of them out there. I'll be honest, I've never attempted to play a solo role playing game yet. I've said that's something I've done. <laughs> how how do I approach this? Like if I wanted to play a solo game, what would I do? So that's that's a real fun question, especially because I'm I was actually in the same boat uh, before I wrote this, so that was really neat. Uh, Solo role-playing games, there's a bunch of different systems. Uh, Wretched and Alone is a neat one that uses a deck of playing cards and a Jenga tower. I've heard of this. I've heard, I've, I've heard people talking about using a deck of playing cards and a Jenga tower for yeah, a solo so that's, system. Uh, that's Wretched and Alone, and I've seen a couple of games using that. They're really, really interesting just because you set or you have the randomization done through these cards, and then you have the tension, that suspense, set with a literal tower of blocks that are prepared to fall at any second so that's kind of neat but then if you want something a little more relaxed a little more story focused than tension uh adam buffoni a good friend of mine uh, wrote a game called journey home and that one you can find online and it's a journal game where all you need is two d6 a pen and a journal and you create this story of being someone who found themselves suddenly sent to a fantasy world and you got to get home and that uh, that one kind of served as the inspiration for the book or the anthology that I put together, which I wasn't supposed to write five games for it, but I I kind of got away from myself. <laughs> I guess that's not the worst thing. <laughs> I got into a groove, and then um, before I knew it, five games were written. I I only meant to write one to prove <laughs> the concept, and then try to bring some other writers on, but. Uh, yeah, there we uh, there we were. <laughs> so, what are some of the games? Are they uh, like besides like what are, what else? What, there's five of them. That's quite a few. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I can't uh, go into too much detail about the specifics because they are still subject to a little bit of editing between now and the planned release. We don't have a specific time of the year. Uh, it'll either be later this year or the beginning of next year. But we've got some games in there that are. Well, I've got one. It's uh, science fiction, uh, kind of a lost in space Voyager kind of vibe. Yes. Trying to get good. home. Uh, then there's another one that's uh, traveling through time or oh, travel nice. back in time, trying to relive your own past. And uh, just for the heck of it, for anyone who wants something a little more anime, a little more lighthearted, I've got a magical girl story in there too. Excellent. That's great. That's so, great. Something for everybody. Oh, forgot the forgot the best one. You like slasher movies? Um, you know, I have mixed feelings on them. I'll just say fair that. Enough, fair <laughs> enough. We've got one in there in case you ever wanted to just pretend to be the heroine or the hero of a slasher movie on the run from some kind of monstrous killer. I'm playing Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad choice. <laughs> I, play, I definitely. Uh, so how did you get into writing games so uh it a, another one of those things that kind of happened by accident uh i i was scrolling through twitter and the original release of monsters of Merca happened and so i i saw a few of the people who i follow on twitter were just kind of promoting this retweeting the post about the book finally releasing and i noticed one of these posts was talking about wanting to get a live exhibition game just to show off this book 
And uh, I decided, hey, you know what? I This sounds like a fun game and or a fun setting. Why not? So I applied for that. They decided, hey, yeah, sure, we'd love to have you. So I participated in that, joined the Discord server. A couple of months later, they posted, hey, so we're looking for writers. I figured, okay, sure, I'll submit a sample. And uh, if nothing else, they'll tell me what I did wrong and how I can make it better for next time. And this will be a good way to start. Next thing you know, I'm on the writing team and uh, <laughs> that's excellent. 26 pages of uh, unedited content later, <laughs> they asked me if I'd like to join the company in a more permanent capacity. That's excellent. That's excellent. And how's it been? <laughs> it has been great. Really, really supportive team. I have to be careful about what jokes I make in the middle of meetings because there's a decent chance that I make a joke and it ends up uh, with someone saying okay i know strato's joking but <laughs> what if we didn't treat it as a joke and we did publish that <laughs> uh, which is actually how we ended up with uh another book that we were still in the middle of editing uh by the time this podcast airs we might have the pdf released or we might be approaching that release for uh the monsters of murka chromatic gamut which is our big LGBTQ plus expansion. Excellent. I, I'm curious to know more about that one. Yeah. So uh, that one also wrapped up Kickstarter uh, last year. Yeah. Last year. And uh, it's, we picked a new location for that one. This one's in Magnum Malice or Big Apple. <laughs> and uh, we decided everything in there is queer themed. All of our writers uh, are various kinds of LGBTQ our artists where we could we kept it to that uh so yeah massive very 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 gay book <laughs> that's good that's beautiful i like that i really appreciate that that's good now so what got you into gaming like where did you start off <laughs> at and, and led down this I, path i was raised into it Excellent. So my, my first dungeon master was my father. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> my first character, I rolled him at uh, the age of 10. <laughs> and uh, that was about a year before 3.0 or third edition came out. So this was still working with the old TSR stuff. Oh, so yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, know that I grew well. up on Thacko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely have played a lot of that around here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I grew up on it. Uh, my dad only had one rule uh, when my sister and I were playing. Uh, that was uh, nobody was allowed to roll an evil character while there were actual children at the table. Which, <laughs> seems looking back on it, I appreciate him doing that. <laughs> that seems reasonable. That's good. My kids, I try to get them both into gaming. They're teenagers. Oh, One no. <laughs> of them, my youngest, my daughter, enjoyed it for a minute because she's far more into fantasy and heroes mm -hmm. and things like that than my son is. But at this point, neither one of them want anything to do with it. Well, they don't want anything to do with me either because I'm dad. They're teenagers. So I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. You know what? I've uh, I've got an eight-year-old. I am anticipating the same, uh, <laughs> at least as a possibility. But uh, Fingers crossed that uh, maybe I end up just being the cool dad. So I mean, eventually <laughs> they come around, they'll want something, and they'll pay, you know. But oh, for sure, <laughs> there are times where dad's the enemy, and I don't even know why half the time. 
Well, you know what? Uh, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. You can teach them to rebel against authority early and then uh, <laughs> redirect that in a positive oh, way. They definitely learned that. <laughs> <laughs> they have no problem there. That's definitely something this old Wadley taught them. <laughs> Fair um, enough. You know what? I'm pretty sure my kid knows at least half the lyrics to Solidarity Forever. So oh, I'm beautiful. Right That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. We're a musical family, so. But my, I am not musical. I am the only person in my like family, my siblings and all that, and my father and all of them that was not musical. And they all like both my brothers were all in bands. My sister played piano. I had to take piano lessons for years, but I am not musically inclined. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that. Always got to be someone there to clap along, even if it's a little bit off rhythm. Oh, I will sing. If you bring out the Little Red songbook, I will definitely bust out some tunes and sing real loud. That is the correct choice. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be beautiful, but it'll be nice. <laughs> hey, you know what? Solidarity has its own beauty. <laughs> it certainly does. It certainly does. <laughs> and I've got uh, when we're, I've I've got a story I've told on here a million times. I'll have to tell you when we cut off because I've said it too many times and you stop telling it. But I Fair got enough. a story it has to do with the little red song. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you playing right now? Uh, right now I'm in a five E campaign. Uh, unfortunately, the Shadow Run campaign I was in, uh, we had to kind of put that one on hold. The uh, storyteller was starting to feel a little bit of organizer burnout. Mm -hmm. So I don't fault him for that whatsoever. Yeah. That if, if you got to choose between helping your fellow workers or running a game for a couple of fellow workers, mm -hmm. choose the one that helps build worker power. <laughs> so, Excellent. Absolutely Beautiful. no shade there. Uh, and of course, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of play testing with the, uh, the different games that we're working on just because Goblin Cave man, it's just so much fun. I, I can't wait for us to be able to share that one with the public because it is, it's weird. I've never played a team board game before and this is just fun. I'm a fan of board games. I got a lot of them. And my favorite board games are the cooperative ones. Mm. I, I, I play some that are competitive here and there, but I really like cooperative ones. I'm not a competitive person. <laughs> <laughs> Not you know what though I also I I'm with you on that I have a a very deep fondness for the co-op board games this one's a, an odd case because it's competitive and cooperative at the same time yeah so you get a it's a little bit of both and that's just kind of odd but uh, it I love it <laughs> that's excellent <laughs> that's excellent and so there's uh, there's that and and like I mentioned uh, playtest and the solo RPGs which is really just a fancy way of saying I'm writing a journal <laughs> <laughs> or a, maybe writing a novel, depending on how you look at it. But uh, <laughs> we have that. Yeah, I mean, if it leads you there and you get a novel out of it, why not? Oh, at yeah. the very <laughs> least, you can you can put it out to uh, print on demand and mm -hmm. see what you can do with it there. People oh, for read. sure. <laughs> Got a couple of friends who are work who've uh, either written or are about to finish novels themselves. So not about to say no if i end up with enough story put together to actually publish something and you can even just make if it's not enough i mean you can make Anthology. a little zine you can make a little zine too and put it out true, that way i've true. done a ton of z especially with the iww <laughs> yep we're um, coming up gotta, oh go on <laughs> you got you gotta have the zines are you really a leftist if you haven't at least read a zine <laughs> <laughs> i've got too many 
Well, we're coming about on time. Can you tell all the listeners where they can find you and your works? All right. So uh, anyone wanting to check out me and uh, follow my occasional posts, you can follow me on Twitter, Strato underscore Magus, S-T-R-A-T-O underscore M-A-G-U-S. You can also check out actionfiction.com. The site's undergoing a little bit of uh, redesign, but we're going to have information on all the different games that uh, not only that I'm putting together, but also the rest of the company. So we've got uh, Monsters of Merca, Goblin Cave, and uh, another a couple of fun little projects that we're working on as well. As uh, as normal, we'll try to put some links in the show notes as well, so you can check those out if you want to go over there and just click the link and follow it over. I want to thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please give it a positive review wherever you're listening. For those of you that have, I want to thank you so much. You can find us on Facebook. You search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hailcrom. We have a Patreon. Any kind of support we can get, we'd be greatly appreciated. And as always, keep those dice rolling.